Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. change for them for the better, surely. It should have changed them for the better and, you know, with a dog, I thought it would have done and then a dog comes out five minutes into the second half and puts a bit of two on up and it's back to square one again for them. So, I thought Fulham would have come out all, all guns blazing, really, but they still look to set up on a counter and try and beat Villa down the wings, which everyone thought they were going to do before the game, but it just didn't work for them. Are they, are Fulham going to give someone a hide-in at some point soon, do you think? They're, they're, they're drawing games, they're, they're all... 
bitty games that they're playing at the minute. And yes. They've got the quality in there. They've got the quality in there. I mean, it's pretty much the same team as last season. We saw how many teams got battered by them. But I don't think someone is in for a hiding at the moment. It's easy to look positive and say, oh, yeah, you know, they've got the same team. They scored goals last season. Someone's due a hiding. But the way they're playing up front at the moment, I just don't see where the goals are going to come from myself. Like, like I said, there's, there's nothing in that final third that, for me, looks like they're going to create a goal. It's going to take three kicks. That's what the, the scoring three kicks got. That's been their main threat. I mean, Johansson's there's got goals scored with four goals, and even he's not been playing particularly well. So, if someone's still hiding, no, I don't think so. Not, not, in, not in current form, anyway. There's a lot of chat about Dwight Gale, isn't there? We should probably um, have a little a little word about him. The, yeah, well, he's the betting odds are that he's odds on for January. I mean, he should have signed in the summer, really. Fulham should have made that their priority. Uh, I wrote an article yesterday saying how their goal-scoring form at the end of last season probably masked the need a bit for a striker. I think someone like Dwight Gilman, he knows an out-and-out striker. He's done it in the league before. He's, he's lethal in front of goal. This is what Fulham is, is lacking at the moment. And if they were to get him in January, it'd be a good sign. But even at the moment, he's not playing regularly for Newcastle. And there's, I don't know, in the north, there's suspicions that he's not fit enough and... He's not matched it and all that type of stuff. So is that someone you really want to bring in halfway through the season? For the amount of money that he's going to come on, probably not. They might have to look elsewhere. But the striker in January, I think, is so important at the moment. But obviously, we all want to good game striker in January, but that's two months where there's a lot of football before then, and the damage could be done in terms of player ambition. But then, what would you do? What would be your solution to the problem at the minute? I don't think there's much Jukanovic can do. I mean. Rui Font is obviously not an out-and-out striker, he's a, he's a number 10 and it's clear to see, but he gets played up front by himself and gets pushed out to the wing and he's just not effective enough there for me. Kamara, we all know, he can score in front of goal, we saw that in Northern Forest, but he's so raw, he's only 22 years old, it's his first season in the Championship, we know how raw he is, but is he going to be the man that gets you 20 goals? No, he's not, he's, he needs someone with him, he needs to play games, he needs to see how someone else do it in the side, learn from someone. So could he do that maybe next season, season after? Do you think he's capable of doing I, twenty goals? I think he's capable of it. I mean I've wrote articles before about how he's not your conventional striker. He looks a bit you know like his brain doesn't know what his body's doing. <laughs> but he wouldn't be in a championship and he would have got bigger teams after him if he was the complete player. So he's got like, he's definitely got the potential in front of goal. We saw it in Nottingham Forest, he absolutely bullied the two centre backs when he got himself in front of them and he's, and he's attacking them from on, but against against John Terry and stuff, he just didn't didn't have it about him. He's only young, so yeah, two seasons next season he might pick up 10, 15 goals. But this season, his first season in, it's it's really hard for a player yeah. so young to come over and adjust himself to Championship football, which is so different to anything he would have experienced before. So you know, last season we saw that false line work well with Floyd Aite in the striking role. Mixing up with Sessignon, Aluko, who was at the club then. You know, he hadn't got Aluko, but he got a wealth of wide options that the recruitment department bought him. Jordan Graham, we've seen nothing of Jordan Graham since he joined for Wolves, which is surprising. Wolves fans not even making the squad anymore. So we've got him, Shelly Oja, obviously he's dislocated his shoulder, and fans are saying, well, he's not playing well. But if you look at the stats, he, he was. He was creating a lot of passes in that final third, he was creating a lot of attacking chances. Fulham, since losing him at QPR, you could argue that Fulham haven't done as well going attacking me going forwards. Is it, is it a case of maybe with Ojo's injury that Graham should be given a chance, especially after the weekend? Because for 
And they're going to play Wolves, just, 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 yeah, just, I, I think people will argue that perhaps the old man Muller is a start. Because when he's played, he has looked good. He's looked creative. He looks like he wants to get on the ball. And there's a bit of fight about him, which I think Fulham need at the moment. There's not that, they haven't got that fight. Obviously, Kevin McDonald is the anchor man, and he likes doing the dirty work. But you haven't got really anyone else on that side that says, you know, I'm going to do a bit of dirty work and I'm going to get in their faces a bit more. Like, Fulham, great. They play lovely, attractive football, and everyone loves it. But sometimes you need someone that's, you know, getting the face of the opposition a bit more. I think Johan Wall brings that, as well as bringing the creative side to, to, to the Fulham team. So perhaps Johan Wall deserves more of a chance at the moment than Jordan Graham. But there's obviously something with Jordan Graham as to why he's not making making the match day squad. Whether it's Jukanovic doesn't feel like other players bring more to the squad or, or whatever it is. But considering he's on loan as well, you think he would have more of a... A chance in the squad, but there's definitely reasons there, it's just what they are. I guess the one positive is that Fulham are still only four points off the playoffs, I think they're on 18 points in 10th, and, and sixth position is, is on 22 at the minute. Uh, as you, you mentioned to me, it's mirroring last season that we get a little bit of a defeat to Villa. Is there any capability in this team to run around like last year? Or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's still pretty much the same team. The only first members they lost last year were Scott Malone and Sean Aluko both, in my eyes, quite easily replaceable. So, yeah, they've definitely got the quality to still get into the playoffs. And I mean, they're only four points off at the moment and they haven't been playing well at all. So, that says to me that the squad has got the potential to be in the playoffs come the end of the season, regardless of how they're playing at the moment. Like you said, this time last year, they'd just been beaten by Villa at Villa Park. It wasn't a very good performance then. And next week, they went out and smashed Huddersfield 5-0 and went on a massive run that pretty much started their end of season form. So, yeah, I there's no reason they can't do that again this time. But of course, this time around, you've got Tom Kearney, he's not playing regularly, he's not fit, he's still struggling with that knee injury. So, you could argue Johansson has stepped up to the play. I think he's the third, got the third most creative chances in the league so far behind Freeman and one of the Wolves has. So, you could argue he stepped in, but I feel like Johansson's better as the box to box playing with Kearney. But injuries happen, Fulham was so lucky with injuries last season. They're bound to happen at some stage, they've just got to get round it. And although they're not playing well, they're only four points off. So once Kenny does come back fully fit, you know, there's no reason they can't go on another one of these runs. That's that's the argument I would make. Obviously I don't see them every week like you do, Ryan. Um, but looking from the outside at what's going on and what you say in the office, um, they are only four points off the playoffs. They're in and around there. And if they can keep themselves in that kind of position, and Tom Kearney comes back in, they get a goal scorer in January like a Dwight Gale that can score them the goals that they need. I can't see any reason why they're not going to finish in, in the top six um, like they did last year. No, exactly the same as last year. They really only got into the top six at the end of last year. Yeah. Once Leeds capitulated, everyone thought it was going to come down to the final day. They didn't prove that way, but it was, I think it was the second final day or something like that. So, you know, just because they're not in at the moment doesn't mean they're not going to be in it come end of it, so long as they keep touch with it, yeah. there's every reason they can, but the the lack of attacking intent and threat and all it is concerning to me, but, you know, they have got attacking players in that side, especially in the wide positions, as we said earlier, so, you know, they need to do something quickly about it, they've got two home games on the bounce now against Bolton on Saturday, that surely is the perfect time to, to get a run together, to get some attacking players, to get some goals, because all due respect to Bolton, a side like Fulham should be beating them quite comfortably. It's, it's, it's 
almost not a good time to play Bolton, mate. They picked up four points from their six games. But like you said, this is the sort of game, this is the sort of four days where that home form needs to be turned around. You know, Bristol City have had a good start. This four days with two home games before a trip to Wolves, massively important if they turn that form the clock around. Yeah, definitely important. I mean, you know, the old saying is you win your home games, surely away games, you get promoted to win, win the league. So they've been good away from home. It's just that home form, whether it's the expectation of fans that they're expecting to play well in front of their own crowd, expecting to score four or five goals every home game because of what they did last season and they know they're a good side. Whether it, that is, is bobbing them down at the moment, I don't know, but yeah, Bolton and Bristol, they produced a great opportunity to get six points and you know, you talk about them being only four points away, if things go their way, they'll be in the playoffs come Wednesday afternoon next week. So, like I said, Bolton is a, is a great opportunity. You know, they're good sides. Every side of the championship is a good side. They're there by merit. Anyone can beat anyone. It's been, it's been proved this season. But yeah, Fulham will be looking, definitely looking at the Bolton game as a we should get three points here and hope you know we get a few goals against them as well. They've got to make a statement, really, haven't they? At some at some point, it's kind of been Fulham's been bobbing along so far this season, and Bolton and Bristol City at home. The home fans want to see some entertainment as well, really, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's not been great so far. Yeah, they've got to make a statement. Last season, they made that statement when they beat Huddersfield five minutes long. So there has got to be a point this season as well when they stand up and be counted yeah. if you want. And there's no reason why it can't be Bolton or, you know, I'm not going to say Bristol City because Bristol City are a good side. They've got a good defence. But, you know, Bolton, they're sitting there towards the bottom of the league. People's tips for relegation. They'll, they want to bring it into a dogfight. If Fulham play the attacking football they can play, they should score goals. Uh, teams wise up to have to play at Cottesfield. I think it's one win, four draws and a defeat game this year. If Bolton sit back and soak up the pressure, that frustration from the crowd, teams are seeming to be much more adapted. Yeah, yeah, you could say teams have wise up to Fulham a bit. But I think part of our season is Fulham's teams steered Fulham so much that they stepped onto the pitch already beaten. In that they knew Fulham could score three, four, five goals against them. They stepped onto the pitch beating away. Whereas this team, this time round, it's, you know, they're looking at teams, they're looking at Fulham, you know, they're an attacking side, but they know how to play against it. Now they shut them off, they shut down the wing players, they don't have to worry about Kearney pulling strings from the middle of midfield. You know, Ipswich tried to stop Fulham playing when Fulham beat them, but Kearney was magnificent that day and he was just spreading the ball right spreading it left, spreading it through the middle, and Ipswich couldn't deal with it. And we know Nick McCarthy likes a defensive side, he likes to get these tactics put on, and he tried it that day and it just didn't work. But we come to the cottage and teams sit deep and look to frustrate them, and it's worked for teams so far. But there does come a point where you think, right, it's the cottage, we're playing in front of our home fans, we were so good last year, we've got the same players, we're going to have to score two eventually. So you say Bolton will sit deep, they probably will, but Fulham should have the players to... To combat that. What's, what's the atmosphere? I don't, I don't get to see Fulham every What's the atmosphere been like at the college when they have been being frustrated? Is it a case of are they getting their nerves and they're getting on their back, or is it is it back again? Could that have an impact? Um, I think it's just frustration, really. You know, you can tell the fans want them to score goals and want them to be beating teams. And there's a lot of late goals down at the college at the moment against Fulham, and I think that really frustrates fans. You know, they get into a good position, they're winning games, and then they get hit in the last minute. So I think. You know, they're, they're frustrated that the, the side get into such good positions in the game, like they're beating Cardiff, they're beating Middlesbrough, and then they end up drawing both games. It's that final minute, maybe a lack of concentration in the final. Like game management. Like the game management as well, yeah. So I think they're getting frustrated and that things aren't going their way at the moment. But there's, 
there's no reason really to get one to Kavanaugh's back just yet in New England. I would imagine he is in what he's done in a relatively short period yeah. at Fulham. So, the same, as I said, the same players are there. Surely it's only a matter of time before they start clicking again. Yeah, I, I, obviously I've been to the cottage a few times and I know what sort of atmosphere they can build there. Um, and I, I think, as you say, it's a case of just getting behind the team and 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 just helping them forward, basically helping them get to where they want to be. It's, it's, it is a tough time at the minute um, at the cottage. They're not getting the results that perhaps the fans, Jukanovic, the players think they deserve. Um, they are a good team for them. Um, you kind of have to just stick with your team when when they're getting draws and, and try and hope um, and believe that things are going to change at some point in the near future. And I think, as we said, Bolton provides the opportunity to do that. They just have to build on it. If they do get a result against Bolton, they have to build on it because they didn't really build on the, the win against Hull, did they, when, for all intents and purposes, they were pretty good throughout, weren't they, really, against Hull? Yeah, that's the important thing. They've got to build a run now. You know, it's not until we're in towards the end of October now. It's been a bit stop-start and in the performances and results they've been producing so they've really got to take it by the scruff of their neck now get a result and start to build on it but then we talk about Bolton and Bristol presenting a good opportunity they've got Wolves the week after and you know Wolves I think are probably going to win the league mm. so if they win these two games they've got a massive massive test against Wolves to really test their character and test what kind of football team they are to go to more new. if they get a draw if they get two wins on Saturday Tuesday and then a draw that morning, that's a good two weeks in my opinion, that, and I think yes. fans would be delighted with that. Because you can set them up to go to war, if you win, if you beat Bolton and Bristol City, there's almost a case of it's a free hit going towards, because everyone will battle into it in front of the cameras, they don't want to put on a show and just show to the rest of the championship, but maybe this is Yeah, I mean beating Fulham is a feather in everyone's cap at the moment, it, Aston Villa proved that on Saturday, Steve Bruce spoke about what a good side Fulham were to beat them and really show this intent in this league, so I think because how well Fulham did last season as well, they're kind of there to be shot at now. Whereas last season, that's the that's the thing, isn't it? They, everyone looks at what Fulham did last season. Everyone says, "Oh, Fulham are a good side. Fulham are a, a great side. They're good football. They play good football. Probably the best foot, one of the best footballing sides in the league." Um, and teams come and combat that, don't they? That they kind of. As you said, it is a feather in the cap for teams to go out and beat Fulham, um, which perhaps it wasn't seen as last season. Yeah, last season I think you know they didn't really start making waves towards the latter second half of the season. So when they're playing Fulham, you know, as our Fulham, you know, mid-table towards the top end of the top table team. All right then, but now everyone's everyone said again last season Fulham were the best team in the division. So now everyone wants to beat Fulham. You know, even a draw against Fulham is a great result. So maybe Fulham are finding it tougher this season that everyone wants to beat them. Whereas last season they were a bit less so because you know Newcastle in the division who had you know big teams that people wanted to beat. So Fulham wasn't so much, but now they've proved what a good side they were. Beating Fulham shows the rest of the league what a good team they have as well. And so that what have how do you see that they going to win? Are they going to get that win? Are they going to make a statement? Yeah, I think they'll get that win. I don't know whether it'll be the statement they want it to be with a three four win you win. I reckon they'll win two 0 As well as scoring those, keeping the clean sheets vital for Fulham at the moment. I think they haven't kept the clean sheet since the win at Ipswich in August. That's they didn't a, keep a lot last year though, did they? No, they didn't keep a lot last year, but that's another thing that fans wanted they wanted a sturdy defence. I've always said defences win championships. Mm. You can have the best attack in the world. But if you're conceding goals, 
you're not going to win championships. And that proved it last year with a few sloppy goals. And it's the same this year. I know Djokovic wanted a, a centre back in the summer. They got Marcelo Jallo, who hasn't played a league game, and he played for the under twenty threes on Monday night. He's the defence hasn't really been strengthened as he wanted it. So keeping a clean sheet, I think, would be a, a boost for defence as well. You know, defence is pride of clean sheets, like forwards like pride of goals. So as well as the goal, you know, a clean sheet on Saturday would go a long way as well as to boosting confidence a bit. He said a number of times last year, didn't he, that he was craving a 1-0 win. Yeah. He was desperate for a 1-0 win yeah, and all, that never came. For all the 4-0, 5-0 thr- thrashings of teams, all Slavita Jukanovic wanted was a 1-0 win. And that might not please the fans who want to see goals, but from a, a managerial perspective, perhaps that's the perfect result. You know, you get your goal, you defend well. A 1-0 win can say... You know, what, you, you can look at that and think that might have been a scrappy game, but one game one can prove you have complete dominance yeah. over a team. You know, you, you scored a goal, but you completely dominate the game and not let the opposition score. So, yeah, I mean, Arsenal, you know, they're famous saying it, one nil to the Arsenal, so... No, no one's going to complain if it's one nil against Bolton, one nil against Bristol City, are they? I don't think they will. Uh, you know, yeah, you might get some people to say, oh, we should have scored goals, blah, 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 but two clean sheets, six points. I, I wouldn't complain about that whatsoever. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for that, gents. Um, make sure you stick with Get Us on for the rest of the week, where Ron will be talking to Sam about the weekend at the cottage on Saturday. Um, and we'll be back again next week uh, for our latest edition of Bits of Wire.